Hey, it's Big Joe for Absolute Comfort, your trusted independent American Standard Air dealer. And owner Chris Wedekin sells the Mitsubishi Electric Mini Split, a great option for heating and cooling where ductwork can't be installed. If you have one of those homes that has baseboard heat or electric heat, ceiling cable heat, these can be specifically designed for those houses because in those houses it's very difficult to have them do all the construction and remodeling that goes with adding ductwork into those types of homes. Find out more by going to absolutecomfort.org. Absolute Comfort is your trusted independent American Standard Air Mitsubishi Electric Elite Ductless Pro Dealer. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock it. Hello, my name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is out. Jerry Lopez, a.k.a. Indy Spanglish, is in. Also joining us live in studio, Abdul Akeem Shabazz. Great job covering the elections last night, Abdul. Thank you, sir. Let's start in Marion County. I think we all knew what was going to happen. Tell us the margin of victory between Hogsett and Sharif. Uh, the margin of victory, Joe won basically, it was basically a 60-40 split in, in a nutshell. 58, 59.3, 40.2.5. Now, now is that the breakdown of the actual voting demographic as well? Did it kind of just break straight down party lines? Um, not necessarily. I mean, yeah, some Democrats voted for uh, Shreve, some Republicans who voted for Hogsett. But in a nutshell, it it, 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 it trended the same way as trended in the past. Marion County is basically a 60-40 Democrat so the same with the prosecutor's race. Yeah. Right? 60-40. Carrasco. And actually, and I want to say Cindy Carrasco actually maybe did like a maybe like a point better uh than Jefferson Shreve did, but I'm still going through all the numbers and all the all the data. Now, can, can I just say something about Shreve? I, I'm not a Marion County voter. I live in Boone County. I, I probably would have gone a different way than Hammer did. I, I probably would have begrudgingly voted for Shreve, but he was just not. I, I, policies aside, just seemed like kind of a milk toast candidate to wasn't me. It, wasn't a very right. energetic campaign at all. Yeah, didn't. I don't think I, he identified with the the common Marion County voter. And it's, it's interesting that you bring that up because that was one of my. Uh, and Shreve and I, we've known each other for years. Good guy, good friend. Ran, ran against each other in the primary, so full disclosure. But Shreve's issue had always been uh, uh, here's the thought. I always say politics is an emotional process. You either vote for who you like or against who you can't stand. And I think Shreve was, was good on policy, but didn't quite make that emotional connection with the vote. It's the old line who would you want to sit down and have a beer with? Yeah. You know, George, George, George W. Bush or Al Gore? And, Al, Gore, Al Gore is a smarter guy, but George George w. Bush is a lot more personable, a lot more friendly. But you said good on policy. I mean, I mean his his two A policy sucked. I mean, that was a, that was well, a big nobody's mistake. perfect. <laughs> but I don't think that was the I don't think that was a nail in the coffin. I, I just think you know to, to what Abdul said, he didn't connect with voters. And also uh, the thing is too, I've been uh, like I said doing some math before we uh, came on the air today. Uh, I looked at straight ticket voting because that's always a big issue in, in elections. There were almost 70,000 Democrat straight-ticket voters and 37,000 Republican straight-ticket voters. Hmm. So, so, so Democrats beat Republicans in straight-ticket voting by more than, than 32,000 votes. Now, here's, here's an interesting thought. Take out those straight-ticket voters. Get rid of those straight-ticket voters. Jefferson Shreve actually wins by 1,300 votes Whoa. and some change. They're, 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 and, and I want to say Indians like only like one of maybe like a dozen states that still has straight-ticket voting floating around so this is to say that if you got rid of straight ticket voting that jefferson shreve would have won but if you take those numbers out shreve actually wins by 1300 votes but in straight ticket voting it's a whole different ball of wax all right take us around the rest of the state any surprises abdul actually the 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 one surprise is that it's the old line the more things change the more they stay exactly the same i looked at uh two mayor races one in Terre Haute and one uh in evansville 
uh, because Democrats won both those seats. The young kid in uh, in Terre Haute, right? Yeah, young young kid in Terre Haute beat Duke Bennett, and uh, the, and Evansville just I can't remember her name. They just selected her first after the first African American uh, female uh, Democratic mayor. Uh, Terre Haute and Evansville are both cities, both blue, both Democrat cities, but you have Republican mayors because Republicans won when it was still competitive. They did a really good job of keeping those keeping those seats. Duke Bennett's a whole different ball of wax, but but uh, Lloyd Winicky, who was mayor of Evansville, wasn't running for wasn't running for a third or fourth term, and so Evansville just kind of went back to the way Evansville used to be a Democratic city. So at the end of the day, nothing. Democrats won where Democrats usually win. Republicans won where Republicans usually win. I, I ended up a little bit surprised because I expected with the economy and just the way everything is going that Republicans would have done a lot better than what they did. Yeah, but, but once again, those are all sort of national-related issues. And people people actually really do a good job of compartmentalizing between the national issues yeah. and, and the local okay. issues. My case in point, Kentucky. Because Bashir, uh, Bashir won like 52-47 and say that Donald Trump won by 20 points. Yeah, right. It's confusing. So, we'll get to nation's, nationwide stuff here in just a second. One more thing. Uh, Jerry, you live in Hamilton County, correct? I do. You're a Carmel voter. I'm a Carmel uh, voter. You, so so tell me about uh, the new mayor of Carmel. Yeah, so we had Sue Finkham. She was against uh, Miles Nelson. Uh, Sue Sue got caught up in the uh, Moms for Liberty thing, and Miles kind of tried to hold her hold her to that. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't think that they, they were able to energize that many young voters. Now, she didn't win by a whole lot. We're talking about just a couple hundred votes. But nonetheless, Carmel stays red. And also, the thing to keep in mind, too, is that what does Moms for Liberty have to do with the Carmel mayor's right. race? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Just like those attack ads with Hogsett and Sharif. He's a, he got an A rating from the 2A. He, or he's a, you know, Hogsett made the race about... Donald Trump in the yep. NRA, and that was kind of despicable, and F- Finkham's candidate, opponent, did the same thing, right? Yep, exact same thing. I think when they had the debate at the Palladium, he asked her to denounce Moms for Liberty. <laughs> and she just kept, kept jumping through her notepad. <laughs> yeah. that, I had to give her, like, okay, so that was actually, that was a pretty good move. <laughs> so, all right, nation, nationally, I mean, here in the Midwest, uh, Ohio, Kentucky, Virginia, all big winners for Democrats. I mean, it's been a bad few weeks for Joe Biden in terms of polling, but boy, uh, de- Democrats as a whole really, um, really were successful last night. What, what do you think happened? And, and the, here's, here's one thing I always remind people about polling. Polling is not a prediction. Polling is a snapshot in time. I've done a number of different polls. I've said it time and time again. A poll is not a prediction. It's just a snapshot. It lets you know how you're doing at that particular time. It could all change tomorrow or the next day or with a few different people. So, uh, number one, keep that in mind. Number two, uh, the issue of abortion, reproductive rights still resonates it resonated uh in ohio it resonated uh in virginia uh where governor youngkin was saying like hey if you give me the legislature we'll pass you know tougher abortion restrictions tougher tough reproductive rights restrictions people said no we don't want that we we like things sort of the way they are and in ohio they went so far as to incorporate you have reproductive choice reproductive freedom in their constitution now some people say well this is going to mean like you can have abortions at you know at birth no you can't because if you that's only in Chicago. <laughs> re, re, uh, uh, and graduates. 40, I mean, forty weeks. It's yeah. pretty late. Yeah. Well, no, well, no, 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 but no, but uh, and uh, like I always tell people, like my my old graduate school professors to tell us in graduate school, read the friggin' bill. Don't go by go don't go by what you read in the newspaper. Go read the bill yourself. And if you read the constitutional amendment, it doesn't say that abortions are okay at like 40, 50 weeks. 
what it what it what it says is is that you know we have reproductive freedom on, 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 it's at the point of the viability of the fetus and what the doctor determines which is kind of the way it should be so wait a minute is that the excuse we're using this time is is abortion because democrats are going to weigh on that pretty heavily in 2024 but hey, I mean, you're, it's, you're, it's like one excuse after the other what about leadership in the GOP. No, nobody's talking about leadership. This I feel like all this is going to be these these civil issues, whether it's abortion, whether it's uh gay marriage, whether it's things like that. People are people get fired up about that. I don't think people get fired up about fiscal responsibility. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's Abdul Hakeem Shabazz. Ajiva show this weekend. Uh, no, we have IU football this weekend. Uh, we're going to uh, go through some of the analysis of the numbers, not this weekend, but on next weekend show. Abdul Lord, when normally, when is your show? The show's normally on 1 to 3 here on 93 WIBC, and also uh, IndyPolitics.org. You can find all my interviews and all my stories and other fun stuff. Abdul, thank you.